All right. So good morning, everyone. Uh, as I mentioned already, my name is Tim Nichols uh, and I work with Cigna and I'm here to talk about the benefits of the OAP network and talk about some things that you want to consider going into open enrollment. I know there's been some communications internally from Loudoun County government about some of these changes. So wanted to review uh, some expectations uh, and be able to give you some information going into open enrollment this year uh, to make sure that you're making the right decisions for you and your family starting 1124. Um, and so, like I said, we are recording today's session and uh, are gonna have multiple sessions coming up uh, next month and beyond. Um, but we always like to start, you know, anytime we talk about any of our insurance plans or our networks, you know, making sure we're all talking uh, the same language here, you know, insurance, um, you know, uh, uses different words and information and we want to make sure we're all kind of on the same page with what we're talking about um, before we kind of talk about plan specifics or anything like that. Uh, so, a few terms to define. Uh, the first one on the top left there is the deductible. Uh, so, the deductible is the amount that you'll pay uh, each year out of pocket before the plan begins to pay for your covered health costs. Uh, the copay is a, a preset amount that you might see uh, on some services um, that uh, is is something that you'll you'll pay that amount and then the health plan will pay the the remainder uh coinsurance is a percentage or cost share you typically see it as a percentage that you share with the uh health insurer uh, in this case Cigna um and so your portion uh, of that percentage you pay that and then Cigna will pick up the rest um, the out-of-pocket maximum is uh, kind of that worst-case scenario is how I like to define it, is, uh, you know, all of your deductibles, your co-pays, your co-insurance, they all combine up to that out-of-pocket maximum. After you've met that out-of-pocket maximum for a given plan year, 100% of your uh, covered charges will be paid by Cigna for the remainder of the plan year. Um, and, of course, the in-network, Sorry, was there a question? Tim, do we want to remind everyone to kind of keep their phones on mute at this point? Yeah, absolutely, Rob. I, um, so if you wouldn't mind just uh, putting yourselves on mute and uh, like I said, try to direct. I know we have a lot of folks in here, so probably try to direct those questions through the chat if you can. That's wonderful. Perfect. Um, so, the last two terms you see there are in-network and out-of-network providers, uh, and, you know, we'll talk about this a lot today as a way to save. Uh, so, Cigna, you know, partners with uh, a lot of the providers within our network uh, to help keep your costs down. Um, if you use out-of-network providers, uh, you know, they, we can't control the cost uh, and help to facilitate some of those services, um, you also have to submit claims on your behalf. So we always recommend using in-network providers uh, to help, you know, once again, make things easier and help minimize those costs for those covered services. Um, but, you know, once again, wanted to talk today primarily around the Open Access Plus network. And the good part 
about those that are not on the current POS plan is the Open Access Plus network has been around for a number of years. It covers the remainder of the plans that we've had in place. Um, you know, and starting January 1, as I mentioned, uh, you know, a lot of communications come out. Uh, the county leadership has approved the transition away from the POS provider network to the OAP. So now all four plans that Cigna offers will cover through our Open Access Plus network. And this network is just the doctors, hospitals, and facilities that you're gonna see. And there's a lot of improvements that we're gonna talk about. You know, it increases that network. It's now a national network instead of a regional network. You know, you no longer have the requirement to have to go to your primary care. Uh, you don't no longer have to get referrals. You don't have to choose a primary care provider. So a lot of great benefits. Um, but like I said, a, a great network that you, you would have seen if you weren't on the point of service plan that we're now incorporating by mirroring that uh, point of service plan into a new OAP high network. So once again, just to reiterate, this is, uh, you know, the OAP of the Open Access Plus is just what we call the doctors that are in network for these plans. Uh, and so, as I mentioned, you, we encourage you to choose a primary care provider, but it's not required. And you can also see specialists within this network without a referral, which is an enhancement if you're coming from the POS. Uh, as I mentioned, you want to still use in-network providers uh, as much as possible. That's going to help keep your costs down. Uh, it's going to eliminate the need for you to submit claims on their behalf. Um, and so, you know, you still have the features that you'll see there uh, with these plans, with the deductibles, the co-pays, the co-insurance. Um, and like I said, as we get closer to open enrollment, we're, we're happy to kind of share some of that information. Um, but you know, gonna work exactly the way it worked if you're on the POS plan with the, the new OAP high. Um, so once again, you know, looking at the changes from the POS to that new plan, um, you're going from a regional network uh, within, you know, the, the surrounding areas around Loudoun County to now a national network. So, you know, if you travel, uh, you're gonna be able to find providers in other states uh, all around the country. Um, you do not have to choose a primary care. You know, previously on that POS plan, you did. Uh, so we're moving that uh, requirement. And then also the referrals for specialists. So we won't need to contact your primary care to kind of coordinate that specialist care or get any sort of referral. So, you know, we'll improve from that perspective uh, to not have to have that extra step included in the process. Um, and of course, you know, you, you want to verify those doctors and providers. Like I said, we are expanding by about 800 providers within the network. Um, but if you want to double check that your doctors take the OAP on the POS, you can go to uh, Cigna.com uh, and click on that find a provider, dentist, or facility. Uh, and then just click that you have a plan through your employer or school, uh, and it'll be able to search that directly, you can search by name, you can search by doctor type, uh, and you can search by your zip code as well. So should be able to give you a comprehensive list. Um, and you know, you should also be able to contact your doctor if you wanna call them and just say open access plus or OAP, but the website obviously is available at any time uh, that you can start reviewing that information. 
And, you know, with the plans that are being offered, we also like to remind you uh, that you do have some great benefits from a virtual care perspective. Um, so, you know, not only going in to see your doctors and uh, facilities, but also have the ability to contact them virtually. And, you know, when we talk about virtual care, uh, many people think about the urgent care options. Uh, that we've talked about for a number of years, and that, of course, is still in place. You have the ability to, um, you know, speak to a doctor 24-7, 365 uh, about any non-emergent needs. You know, if you have uh, a kid that has a, a sore throat or pink eye, uh, if you wake up and you have a sinus infection, they can actually order prescriptions for you. They can follow up confidentially with your doctor. Uh, so it gives you that nice, easy, convenient option um, of access and care if you need it outside of normal business hours. As you can see from the slide here, we've expanded those services to now include uh, things like your primary care visits. So that annual wellness visit uh, is now available virtually as well. We've expanded that to virtual care uh, as well as dermatology. So, you know, giving you the ease of access uh, from the virtual care perspective. You don't have to worry about driving to a facility, waiting in a waiting room. Um, yeah, there's easy, uh, accessible options that you can get this care through virtual, and that's included in MySigna.com. So, you know, once again, encourage you to uh, register, uh, download the mobile app if you haven't already, um, and check out that care if you need it uh, in the current plan year or uh, coming up in January for uh, 2024. And as a reminder for the claim process as well, and this hasn't changed, um, you know, with, with the change in the network, um, but, you know, when you visit that in-network facility, and I've referenced this a few times, using an in-network provider not only saves you money by uh, controlling those costs, but they'll also submit claims on your behalf. Uh, so when you go, you know, you show your ID card, um, verify that you have Cigna, um, then you pay your copay or your coinsurance as required, and then your doctor is going to send that claim to Cigna, and then afterwards they're going to send or will send you an explanation of benefits, and that explanation of benefits is kind of like a report card of what happened. It's going to have the amount that Cigna paid, uh, the amount that your doctor billed, uh, the amount that you owe if applicable. Um, and just kind of all of the information that you need that summarizes that visit and gives you the information that you need. Um, those explanation of benefits are out on the MySigna website. You can view them for the last few years uh, and make sure that, you know, everything was built correctly and that you have that uh, as kind of a nice little help statement of, of what you've spent and what's been billed. Um, It'll also track where you're at with your deductibles, uh, your coinsurance, and your out-of-pocket maximum. So, you know, a good way to kind of really uh, keep an eye on, on how much you're spending uh, and that everything's, you know, kind of moving along correctly in the given plan year. So another few reminders uh, that we want to make sure that you're aware of uh, that'll help keep those health costs down. Uh, I mentioned a few of these already, but staying in network. You know, once again, you know, we negotiate those payments to keep them down with the, the providers that we utilize. So you're going to save money by staying in network. Um, using the urgent care or the virtual care that you see there uh, are also going to help, especially for those non-emergent needs. 
Um, you know, I typically like to say the bigger the facility, the bigger the bill. Um, so, you know, if you're going to uh, things like, you know, emergency rooms for those non-emergent needs, um, you know, it, it, it typically is going to cost you more than it would if you were to go to urgent care or utilizing the virgin ca uh, virtual care uh, or any convenience care clinics, you know, things like your supermarkets, your pharmacies, um, all of that routine care should, should kind of float through those type of facilities. Um, so, you know, once again, you can find those providers. If you're looking to verify that your doctor's in network, you can use Cigna.com, um, but obviously MySigna.com is going to show your current plan options to find care. It's also going to give you those cost tools so you can know how much uh, for the procedure that I'm going for I can expect to spend uh, from either a copay perspective or a coinsurance perspective. Um, you know, you want to use some of those national labs, and if you search on mysignia.com, we will direct you there. Um, and, you know, once again, try to choose independent radiology centers versus hospital-based radiology for things like MRIs and CTs uh, to help keep those costs down, as well as our outpatient centers. Just once again, making sure that you're looking for uh, those in-network providers to help keep your costs down. Uh, and as always, you know, we, we encourage you to use our Cigna One Guide service, which is our customer service model. Um, if you have any questions about your coverage with Cigna, if you're having any issues with, uh, you know, billing perspectives or prior authorizations, if you want to verify your doctors are in network, uh, either in the OAP plan or um, if you're just trying to understand more about the aspects of, of the plans, uh, either for the coming year or in the current year, um, our customer service is 24-7, 365, so you're always going to get a live answer. You know, we have Spanish-speaking representatives and translator services for up to 200 languages. Um, you can get, you know, updates on your ID card, um, claim status, any of the information you need that falls in the Cigna space. Uh, so absolutely, please take advantage of uh, reaching out if you do have questions either after um, the presentation today uh, or at any time uh, throughout the year. Um, one of the things that um, you know, we are also reminding you about is that this year will be an active enrollment. Uh, and that active enrollment just means that you will need to make elections uh, to make sure that you have coverage uh, starting in January for the plan year. And a lot more information is going to be coming out as we get closer uh, to those open enrollment dates, uh, but I know a lot of information has already been shared, so uh, it sounds like from our participation today, people are reading and, and paying attention, so I would say continue uh, to be on the lookout um, through that Oracle uh, self-service system. Um, it's going to open up November 1st and run through November 30th, so you'll need to, to change those elections and make sure you submit that. Um, and we'll have a lot of information out there uh, to make sure that, that you have that information um, and that you are all set going into January 1. Um, so that's going to take us to the Q&A. Um, I know there was a lot of questions that popped in that I saw already, so I'm going to do my best to filter through that, but feel free uh, to continue to put them in there, um, and I'll answer as many as we can. Um, and like I said, we also 
are going to have additional sessions in September uh, to continue to address these. Um, Yes, one, one that I, I got privately here was around uh, premium changes. Um, and so, you know, once again, haven't uh, gotten final designation on that, but more information to come as we get closer. Um, I see a few people that said that they had some audio issues, but it, it looks like a couple people um, were able to hear me. I apologize for those that had issues. Um, yes, Kelly, Kelly makes a great point. Uh, so the POS plan had no deductible and that will continue. Uh, so we have mirrored the, the POS plan to our OAP high plan. Uh, so it will be exactly the same from a deductible and copay perspective. It now just has that national network and the, uh, non-requirement for a primary care, no specialist referrals as well. So from a, a, a plan comparison, from deductibles, copays, out-of-pocket maximums, all of those terms that we talked about, it will look exactly the same. Um, so great, great point, Kelly. Um, uh, so I also got a question, if you have the OAP now, does the, ch the name of that change to OAP high? And um, to answer that question, it will only change if you elect the OAP high plan. Uh, so we have our standard OAP, which will remain in place. And then we also have our HRA and HSA options. Uh, all four of those plans are gonna be covered by the OAP network. Um, but unless you elect that OAP high, you will not be in that plan. If you're in the OAP now and you elect that OAP again, it will not change. Okay, another question. Yeah, I think we addressed that. Um, the difference, uh, Blythe was asking the difference between the OAP high and the current OAP. Uh, so the, the difference, and once again, we're gonna have more information in September where we talk about the specifics of each plan, uh, but we talked about you know, the difference being that the, uh, the current OAP uh, has a deductible and, and some copay amounts uh, and out-of-pocket maximum amounts that differ. Uh, the OAP high is a mirroring of that POS. So it will look exactly like the POS. We're just changing the, the network and removing some of those uh, other requirements that came along with the POS. Great question. Oh, Casey asked a great question there too as well. MD Live does not replace the Cigna nurse line. So we'd still have the Cigna nurse line uh, in place and that still is 24 seven, uh, 365 as well. Um, so virtual care through MD Live just gives you greater access uh, to some of those services. And, and the nurse line is uh, more of a triage, I would say. So they, they're not able to diagnose or give you specifics. Um, you know, if you're ready to call MD Live, you can talk to a provider that could order a prescription for you or um, you know, send you for lab work, things like that. So it's, it, it's uh, a little bit different than the nurse line, but if you call the nurse line, they can usually give you information, um, you know, general information as well. Um, Jane, yes, if you go to the urgent care 
and they tell you to go to the ER, yes, you will have to pay because you're going to be seen at both facilities. Uh, you're going to have a visit at both. Um, I, I would say if you think that it's something that is going to require the, the emergency room, go to the emergency room. But what we've typically seen is people will go for things you know, that definitely aren't for the ER. You know, if you have an earache or if you have a sinus infection, um, people are using the ER much like they would a convenience care or a virtual care. Uh, and so that is something that we're trying to avoid. But if you think it's serious enough to go to the ER, definitely err on the side of caution and go there. Um, somebody asked about getting the PowerPoint. Yes, absolutely. And we're sending out, um, we are recording the session and so we'll send that out afterwards as well. Um, somebody mentioned that, you know, typically your provider is, is choosing your labs and imaging centers. How do I control that? That's a great question as well. Uh, and this is where you get to be kind of more of an advocate for your care. Um, so, you know, typically they recommend, uh, you know, where you get that and you do actually have the ability to, to uh, find a different facility or recommend uh, that you go to a different facility. Um, and so that's typically a conversation with your doctor. Um, Cigna can absolutely help in that as well. But anytime they make that recommendation, I would go on, see if there's a lower cost alternative. And then, you know, once again, request that they send that information to the facility that you want to go to uh, to help keep that cost down. Um, and Karen is saying it's going to cost me more if I need to go to the ER instead of the $100 copay. Um, so, Karen, it, it, it could, you know, and I think we're talking about ways to save from a virtual care perspective here, um, but obviously if you have additional procedures or, you know, and obviously depending on the plan. So, that, that one's a little difficult to talk through, but, you know, when you go to the, the ER, obviously you're going to have that copay, um, and then any of the, the services you receive will be in addition uh, to that. And if you have your deductible, it'll apply to it toward that, and then you'll have your coinsurance. Um, but you could, and you know, trying to avoid that $100 copay for things, like I mentioned, that are a little bit more um, routine in nature and not, not as serious. Um, Veronica is asking, do we have co-payments for x-rays, lab works, uh, mammograms and such? I, you know, I would say, you know, once again, uh, Veronica, we have mirrored the plans. Uh, so with the OAP high, um, all of your co-payments will remain the same if you stay in that plan. And same thing for our HRA, HSA options and same thing for the, uh, the current OAP plan. So we're not making changes to that. So what you're paying now is not going to change. Um, just, just like I said, changes to the network and some of the features with that plan. Um, and somebody was asking about searching on Cigna.com uh, and, and what you select. We do have different OAP options. So you just want to stick with just the open access plus. That's a great question because uh, there are a few different options in there. So just the general OAP or open access plus. Um, somebody was, was talking about um, specialists, uh, hard to find specialists. That's one um, that I would definitely call our one guide team uh, and engage our care services. Uh, if you're not able to, to search on MySigna and you're having a little bit of a struggle, um, you know, we can always assist with finding those providers 
Um, so our customer service number on the back of your card or you know, the 1-800-SIGNA-24 is gonna be your best. Uh, another question around plan cost, uh, like I said, premiums we will be discussing in the future, uh, but nothing to report at this time. Um, the specific differences between the POS, I think I, I talked about that, you know, so don't have to choose a primary care. You now have a national network. Uh, you also don't need referrals. Um, and then, yeah, KCS, so no deductible for the new OAP, exactly the way the POS is structured. Um, yeah, great question on uh, your, your wellness visits. Uh, you will have to go do blood work through that. Uh, and if you go through MD Live on mysigma.com, um, it'll take you through the process of obtaining that blood work and then meeting with your provider. Uh, so it's all included. Um, but once again, gives you an easier access uh, to schedule with their, your provider. Um, and Bonnie asked a great question as well. The DMV coverage absolutely will remain. Uh, you know, so we're just expanding that net network to a national, uh, but still have great coverage within this area. I think, you know, and this is in one of the communications that went on the HR now. I think we increase the network by like 800 providers. So, you know. Uh, you can verify those providers on Cigna.com, um, but, you know, definitely still great coverage within the area uh, that most of us reside here in Loudoun County. Um, and Karen, the prescription drug benefits, once again, the same. We'll be talking about those upcoming in September uh, when we talk about plan specifics, but, you know, should look very familiar to what you're either on now, if you're on the OAP normal or uh, one of our high deductible plans, uh, and we're mirroring that uh, for for the new OAP high. Um, and the the question here that Heike has around the twenty dollar copay could it possibly be a thousand with coinsurance? Um, you know, once again, that this is going to be specific to the plan that you're in. Uh, but talking specifically, if you were paying a, a $20 copay on the point of service plan and now you switched over to the OAP high, um, no, you can expect to pay that copay uh, exactly the same. It's not going to switch over to coinsurance and, and be significantly higher is, is what I'll say. But like I said, um, if you were to go to a high deductible plan, if you were to switch, you know, depending on the type of service, uh, uh, you know, that difficult to kind of talk about at a high level, but um, hopefully that, that gives you a little bit of information for right now. Um, Terry's asking about the referrals. Yeah, you, you should not be uh, needing referrals. If you're on the point of service plan now, typically you do need those referrals. Um, some specialists, um, some specialists don't adhere to that, but um, I can't speak to your specific scenario with that. Um, yes, Veronica, no limits on coverage. So that's you know something that's all across all three of our plans. Um, Bonnie's asking about the labs. Yeah, so once again, same benefits, same benefits, just different network and removing some of those barriers. Um, and yes, the, the, the current OAP plan, Robin, and the OAP high, they are different. 
they are different, just like the POS and the current OAP plan were different as well. So, um, great question. Um, a lot of question on costs, so I apologize. We don't have more information on that right now. Um, but we will shortly, and we'll be very uh, sure to share that as we get closer to that November 1st date. Um, sorry, I'm just going through these. I know we're getting right to our time. Um, is there a purpose to have a primary care? Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and once again, I, I think the purpose uh, to have a primary care is to have that relationship with a doctor that you see, at least on an annual basis, uh, that has um, a lot of your, your history and knowledge. So, absolutely think you should have a primary care. Uh, you don't need one. Oh, and I see Andrew, thank you. Helping me out here. Um, Mark has a great question there. Dr. Mark um, has great questions on all four plans. Um, and so, you know, once again, more information uh, will be coming out about all four plans, but, um, you know, it, 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 we're not making broad changes. So, like, the four plans, if you want to look back at some of the materials we've shared in the past, will remain the same as from a structure perspective of deductibles, um, you know, co-insurance, co-pays. You know, so you, you have those options, you will continue to have those options. The one sweeping change that we're doing is just replacing the POS with this new OAP high. Um, Andrew answered about prescriptions. Thank you for that. Uh, yes, Karen, uh, to your point there, the POS will be gone starting January 1st, 2024. So you'll need to pick either the OAP, the OAP high, or our high deductible options, which are the HRA and the HSA, and you need to make a decision through our active enrollment starting November 1st, going through November 30th. Um, Kevin's asking some questions around uh, prior authorization. So yes, uh, things like MRIs, CAT scans, uh, you know, prior authorizations are still gonna be in place. So no changes to that, Kevin. Um, still recommend that you go through that process. Um, you know, people are talking about the comparison charts, you know, once again, we're working on those for this year. Um, but what we've shared in the past, if you have your benefit guides, if you want to go out on, um, you know, any of the in intranets, uh, I know a lot of that information is still available. Um, and so, you know, should still be applicable and we will be sharing that as well as the costs. I see a few more references there. Um, you know, as we get closer to that November 1st date. All right. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to stop sharing here. Um, looks like we've answered the majority of the questions that we have. Um, but please let us know. Uh, if there's anything that wasn't addressed, um, we're happy to um, answer that on our future sessions. And I know we have a lot of our internal team um, here from Loudoun County that are uh, taking notes of these and we'll continue their internal messaging as well.